the wine and shiny blues up. Have some wine and join us on the Winey Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Winey Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Alabella. No need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Cha-cha chicken. Okay, sweetness. Thank you for singing for me. Come on over, Mr. Green. Yes, ma'am. Woo! I can do it. You can do it, honey. So, been a little tense about this topic. Not going to lie. Speaking of trust, I'm not going to lie. So, I started this topic last week. Put it away. Said, "Eh, I can't do it. Put it away. I'll write something new at some point. And then on Tuesday, I said, nope, I'm going to read it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish it. So when you resist, you should persist. So I said to myself that when you are resisting something that much, it means that you absolutely 100% should do it. So I'm telling all of you that for growth, for showing yourself that you can do it, for trusting yourself. I followed through. I pressed post. I posted the blog this morning, I think, and here I am doing the vlog. So my topic this week, my son is rolling his eyes at me. Love you. What bag of food is that? I don't know. He just just went upstairs with a bag of some sort of food. Um, My topic this week is my trust issues. And I want to start by saying a couple of the issues happened pre-Seth. Before me. Before I met him. A couple of the issues happened after I met Seth. None of these four events in my life have anything to do with Seth. And I think they're the most significant as I reflect on what caused the initial issues. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. And when I met Seth, (laughs) so I think what's really important when you begin a relationship is you know, I know that it's all light and fluffy and lovey-dovey. We, in the beginning. We, we know what the beginning is like. We remember the bubble. We loved the bubble. Seth said he never wanted to leave the bubble. Oops. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> um, but I was very honest with Seth. And he would say, you're so perfect. And I would say, oh, boy, I am not perfect. And I'm going to tell you why. And I laid it to him straight. 
I wanted to be extremely authentic and real and honest with him and tell him my strengths, which he saw. Those were obvious. I think the strengths were pretty obvious. I think the weaknesses were not obvious because I was so blissfully happy and in love. Yes, and good at hiding them. I was not hiding them. Okay, well, then we (laughs) we talked about them, yes. (laughs) I, in no way, shape, or form, was hiding anything. I absolutely 100% told you everything. Yes. And I think that you disclosed a lot to me. I did. And I think as time went on, disclosed more things to me. Yes. Okay, so let's dive in. Let's talk about my aha moment while I was writing this, was that I realized that I was looking externally for people to give me evidence that I could trust them. And I was looking for people like Seth and family and friends to prove to me that people were trustworthy. And I was looking for evidence and I was looking outside of myself. And I feel like when we do stuff like that and we, you know, give our power over to other people, we are becoming helpless in solving the issue. And I think that in almost every facet of our lives, you could throw out examples of me and I could tell you how it's within yourself. I realized that trust begins with myself. And if I work on trusting myself and I work on just me, that if I trust myself and I'm the only one that I really need to trust to solve the trust issue. And it was like this big giant light bulb moment for me and really moved me in such a good direction. And did I, t- I didn't tell you this story but you read about this, correct, Seth? I don't know. We're going to find out when you tell the people what we're talking no, about. No, I'm saying what I just said. Oh, yes. That I found it. Yes. That it's within me. Yes. I don't know that I ever discussed that with you. You did not. But you read it. Yes, I did read it. And the <laughs> Kelly is Kelly Flynn. I know, I know who Kelly oh, is. Okay, I, t- I did. I took a guess and knew who she you was. Knew which Kelly it was. I knew which Kelly it was, just by how she spells her name. Awesome, because it's an I, not a Y. <laughs> so I I would say in my 17 years with Seth, I have come from way over here with, yes. oh boy, I don't know if Massive I can trust him, issues. to way over here knowing that I can totally trust. And I'm going to tell you how I got here, because I want to help. And I would say that my number one that I will always go to over and over and over again is my, are my thoughts. And I am a huge proponent in cognitive behavioral therapy. And the biggest thing that helps me is for me to become aware of my thoughts and for me to hit the rewind button. And I will, I will have that like gut wrenching feeling about trust. And I will say, stop. You're having the thought, let's rewind and let's replace it to something more positive. And I think that I have done that so many times over the last 17 years that it's, first of all, the thoughts don't come as often when we practice it. And when they do come, it's so much easier to um, challenge yourself and move to a better place quicker. Yes. I thought, yes, now it's like down to like once a year. (laughs) 
and it used to be a lot. <laughs> In the beginning, it was like once a week. And well, part of that was my fault. There were reasons there for were that. There were reasons that you were triggered. It, it's not his fault. You know, Seth is so good at giving advice and he's so good and um he's so warm and charming I, and and charming and i knew why the girls were calling and it didn't it didn't before in the beginning it the did, beginning. yes in the beginning and it didn't matter if it was 11 o'clock at night they were calling and i was like oh no oh no no <laughs> i was not dating anybody but you He's like, they're just friends, which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about. I love sticking a stroll down painful memory lane. We won't. I won't take you down. It was. It was a little. That was the bumpiest part yes. of our beginning. Yes. That was. Yeah. Yeah. That was the bumpiest. Yes. So. How, okay. So how else did I move forward? Yes. I'm. I'm going to give you the dirt. Yes. So Seth. Yes. Helped remind me oh yes and i reminded myself that any of my issues had nothing to do with him the poor guy has done nothing wrong he is extremely trustworthy yes i know that i have 17 years of evidence i know it has nothing to do with him and he doesn't deserve any of these issues and I reminded myself of that many, many yes. times. And I said, maybe when we're 87 and about to die, you'll say, oh, I guess I can trust you. No, I already trust you. You do know that, I hope. Yes. Oh, Lord. You know, we have to communicate. We're going to talk about communication. But we have to tell them what's important, what our needs are. And in disclosing events in my life, I told Seth that trust is number one to me. I mean... If trust is broken, I'm not going to tell you that I'm like, peace out, you're out of my life. But if people are out of my life, a big part of it is probably that I don't trust them anymore, <laughs> anymore, based on information or behaviors. Yes. Um, I am very, um, I think I'm very good at modeling the behavior I expect. Would you agree with that? In the trust department? Absolutely. Uh, so I want to talk about marital rules in relation to modeling behavior. And I have my own marital rules that I imposed on Seth that we both, that we both, yep. that we both. I was voluntold <laughs> that these were the new rules. Right. But I think that this goes for any relationship. You should, whatever you are saying, texting, doing wherever you're going, whatever you're buying, it should always be something that you would do right in front of your partner. And I have had friends joke with me to buy something and not tell Seth. Now, they don't know. They're usually talking about jewelry or purses or expensive shoes. But they don't know. I haven't explained yes. to many people in my life, the trust button. Yes, and you are a big believer in that the glass house of our marriage is completely transparent and see-through. Yes, so. Some people have like a camouflage house. <laughs> Some people have a black glass house. <laughs> and they like stealth fortune. So I know that people hide things and I know that some of it's harmless. I'm putting that in quotes. because right, I really don't believe it. I really don't believe it. I really think that we should be, is transparent yes, the word? 100%. I think we should really, whatever we're doing, buying, asking for, 
texting, yep. watching. Yep. 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 It should all be something like, here's my phone. Have at it. I talked to, you know, all of, like these, people the, today. All of these people today. Um, there's nothing to hide. I guess I'm big on, I have nothing to hide. And we talked about that today that you think that that's one of my strengths. Things. things. Yes. yes. Oh, be careful. Lily's coming down the stairs with a big box. So you talked about the glass house as being clear. Yes. I'm talking about the glass house in relation to your marriage is in a glass house. Yes. And you can shatter it. And don't do that. I mean, your humor definitely lightens me up. It does, because this is a very hard topic for you. Um, so, yes, definitely tense all day about this. I'm trying, people. You're doing great. So Ella says, <laughs> Ella says to me, before this starts, man, you take yourself way too seriously. So Seth is here. Yeah. <laughs> Seth is here for comic relief. I am the comic relief. <laughs> At least someone loves our dynamic. Thank I, you yes. so much. Yes. <laughs> So your marriage is in a glass house. Relationships are in a glass house. And what I mean by that is you don't want to let people in who are going to negatively affect it. And there are so many ways for you to do it. Be so, negatively affected. So it's there's so many ways to negatively impact your marriage or a different relationship. So you need to protect your relationships. And, you know... That is why I am not comfortable. I mean, these are my own comfort zones. Yes. I am not comfortable with either of us have either of us having super close friends of the opposite gender. That's just my own she thing. She saw when Harry met Sally once and they said men and women can't be friends and she said that's it for life. I'm going with that one. Well, it also was from experience yes. of uh, it was my own experiences of being younger. And I am sure that there are plenty of friendships that are harmless. I'm just going on my own experiences yes. and my own trust issues, yes. which have gotten so much better if I do say so myself. You're welcome. Do you, do you agree? Yes, and you're welcome. Okay, moving on. Let's right. talk about the cliche that time heals all wounds. And I 100% agree with that. You know, when you first have the um whatever the scenario is where trust you know, would be broken where where trust would be broken a death in the family you know whatever the huge event is when you're going through it it's so painful and you can't see that in you know 17 years you're going to feel so differently but um time definitely heals and i say that you know let's say that i have these four scars or however many scars they have definitely healed up they haven't disappeared right i was going to say it 100% heals all wounds but not necessarily heals it all the way there's still some scar sure. tissue that is sensitive sure absolutely yes. 100% yes so i also have observed proof and confirmation of multiple people in my life being super trustworthy. And it's super important to me. I think that counting on people and knowing that you can trust them is just so intensely important to me. Other people might not agree. They might have different issues. I also look for it. And what I mean by that is 
very very true seth which which one is very what did you just say i said they might have different issues yes absolutely trust just happens to be your biggest one um i think that we all one of the things that i tell people is we all have stuff if you have lived you're gonna have issues and there's no shame in it i mean it's part of being human and it's how you grow it's how you know um andy andrews said if we could we would probably choose to have no trials or tribulations in our life but when i look back at these hard events they shaped me and made me so much who i am yeah so without them i would be so different very true right tony robbins says the only people with no stress are in the cemetery yeah we don't want to be there i don't i don't know um so i look for the good i look for the trust and i think that what we look for we attract and it's called confirmational bias because if you're going about your day looking for stuff to piss you off you're going to find it if i'm going through my day looking for the wonderful things that seth does i find it so i might get angry with him and say yeah you might be pissed but look at all the amazing things he did all day like let it go move on and as far as trust goes he has shown me over and over and over that when i look for the good it's so there it's totally there don't even have to look for it it's really obvious <laughs> i'm not worried that's good <laughs> i'm really not it, it it took me how many years a while i don't know how many years yeah. i wish i took notes <laughs> i wish i wish i had taken notes through the 17 years to tell you when it went away. Yes. And I'm saying away in quotes. Right, got much better. Okay, we're, communication is always the key. And, and, and I have to communicate to Seth how I'm doing or to someone else. If someone else is doing something that is pushing my buttons or affecting me, I have to talk, to, I have to be willing to talk to them about it. If we don't clearly and calmly communicate, we're not gonna fix it. And quite honestly, if I communicate in a non-com manner, I find that people aren't even listening to me. Right, because who you are is screaming so loudly, saying it so loudly that it gets in the way of the actual message. I mean, I was yelling at Lily, Lily leaves messes all over the house. And I was yelling at her yesterday and she looked at me and she said, do you really have to yell? Like so annoyed with me that I was yelling. And I'm thinking, I'm the one who's annoyed. <laughs> And it is your definition of a mess, just to be clear. Oh. Somebody else might not define that as a mess. Well, we won't get we'll into that. In, that's a whole other that's topic. That's a whole different topic. Let's stay on trust. We don't want to talk about messes tonight. Okay. Um, my house was clean before children. Yes, it was. Painfully clean. <sighs> so if someone has hurt you, family member, friend, whomever, I want to touch on how to rebuild the trust. And... I want to start back where I just ended with, I'm always going to talk about communication because whenever there is an issue presented, it's usually that there's a lack of communication and the communication isn't just, it's also the substance of the communication. And if someone has hurt you, um, share your feelings, share. 
when you are able to, even if it's through tears, sometimes I find that I don't want to cry. So I don't want to talk. So sometimes I have to gain strength before I can talk, or sometimes I just have to try to talk through my tears, but share your feelings, be willing to be vulnerable. So you should be a Coke, not a Calzone. Yeah. we want. <laughs> you just, you're trying to lighten me up. Am I way too serious tonight? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So in the same lines, we have to be willing to tell our partners what our needs are. So let's say that the trust has been broken. What do you think you need to rebuild that trust? If you don't know, think about it. Observe your days and what you need, how you need your days to be different or get some guidance. There is never any harm in finding a good therapist. And I say good because in talking to multiple friends, every therapist is not good. You just watched a whole movie about that, right? Called Bad Therapy. Oh or my something. gosh, was was it called Bad Therapy? Hysterical movie on Hulu with Alicia Silverstone. Um, so funny, <laughs> so funny. And it shows that every therapist is not good. So if you choose to find one, it is great to get a re recommendation. And if you find that you're not a good fit, please don't feel bad. Everybody doesn't fit together. Go find somebody else. But they can help you with like, what are your needs? What is going to repair the relationship? Talk to each other. If you don't tell them, they don't know. Can't read your mind. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is one of my favorite words. I was not always good at it. <laughs> I might have observed that. I, but I think I have gotten better. Yes. I don't think that, I think I have a lot of work to do. Um, you have made a lot of progress. <laughs> you're afraid. He's afraid to talk on this topic. Um, it's not mine. It's not your topic, but you're so supportive and you're so funny. And yes. I appreciate you trying to lighten the mood. Thank you. And um, yeah, forgiveness. So I want you to forgive for yourself. And I say that because walking around with a heavy heart, with a grudge, with resentment is so hard on you. So you don't have to forgive the person for them. Do it for you because you don't deserve to carry that around. It's too much. It's too heavy. And you're. you're yes, I there's a quote I'm going to mess up right now, but it's carrying it, holding on to a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yes, you have told me that before and it's spot on. And I think that one of the greatest ways to forgive is to keep yourself in the present. And I think that when we slide into the past and I mean, it's over. My, one of my mother's favorite lines is, um, that's yesterday's news. <laughs> yeah, she says that a lot. I just, I never thought about that. And you know what? But I, but I even observed growing up that she could just get over things. She was really good at forgiveness and she modeled that for me. And you could see that even if something big happened on Saturday, on Sunday, it was a new day. And Saturday was yesterday's news. <laughs> Seth is laughing because he's always so floored by my recovery. Oh my God, we'll have a big conflict about something. <laughs> and the next day he's like, Doo -doo -doo. and I'm like, 
I'm I'm still like traumatized and didn't sleep and all upset. And two days later, I'm like still hungover from it, like emotionally. And she's like, "What? I don't even remember what we fought about. What did I say? I said that really to you. I'm so sorry." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's it. it's all family history because right. you didn't observe the fighting. I did not. My and, parents and didn't necess- did not do that. Right. So you didn't have you didn't have the experience. Correct. Whereas I had the experience that they would fight yes. and then it was over. Yes. So, anyways evaluation. So one of the many podcasts that I listened to was talking about something that I think is so important. And it's just like a weekly check-in. And it's not even just for trust issues. It's for any issue. It's for any family. It's for any couple. And I'm kind of I don't want to say I'm annoyed with myself, but like, where is our weekly check-in? You know, where is our, you know, my kids make fun of me, but where is our family meeting? I like to check in with my kids. How are things going? What's working for you? What isn't working for you? Same with your marriage, same with your relationships. Um, Evaluate regularly. I would have a weekly date. What is going well this week? What isn't going well? Um, What else can be different to help you move forward? Um, evaluation is a key, is the key to success with pretty much everything because even if you're on a diet, you have to evaluate if it, if it's working. You have to know what actually went wrong in the first place. Why was there an issue to start with? What happened to affect the relationship? Was the person not getting their needs met? Were they not communicating to you and saying, "Listen, you're giving me no attention." So I'm getting attention elsewhere. You know, it, the, my issues are not all around that, but it's an example of if this happened, why did it happen in the first place? Evaluate it, analyze it together so that it doesn't happen again. The proof will help as you rebuild your relationship, rebuild your trust you will see continued proof by your partner, hopefully, that you can trust them. If the same behavior is repeated, again, that's a whole different topic than this than this vlog today. So anything else to add, Mr. Green? I think you covered it very well. So the scars heal. They don't disappear, but they heal. And I, and I find that... I have used my scars to make me better, a better person. And I told Seth that I know that he would probably rather that I have none of these issues, but there's a huge but in that. And that I think that it has made me such a better wife for him. Yes. And I think that it is actually a strength in our marriage. And I think it's a strength for my other family and friends that it has made me such a faithful, trustworthy, loyal, loyal person. And I had someone tell me, a very successful businesswoman told me that we have to have I am statements as in our business, in our, in our, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I realized writing this that I am the honest mom. And Seth was telling me at dinner that I am, I am wanting people 
to just kind of be real and authentic and, you know, don't hide what's going on at home that you don't have to put on a happy face. Like what's going on, share it. And let's be real and honest with each other. So I want to show you before we close it off, I had some lovely people send me Alavita. I, I love when people send me stuff. This is awesome. Daytime, nighttime cream and um, definitely loving it. Smells super clean, super smooth, glowy face. Very happy. Go to bit.ly <laughs> forward slash whiny life wave, all lowercase. It is case sensitive. Bit.ly forward slash whiny life wave. We will put that link below so that you can go try it out for yourself. Thank you to the folks at whiny life wave, bit.ly slash whiny life wave. So this Friday, I am excited to update La Porto on my podcast. And if you don't know her, she is the My Life Suckers late front lady. She is the producer and the star of all the My Life Sucker videos. If you haven't seen them, go look. Um, she's hysterical. And we were dancing and laughing with her and she makes motherhood funny and we all need to laugh. And as Ella told me, I have to be, take myself less seriously. So this stuff helps me and anything else. Oh, join the whiny Palooza mom group. I have a couple giveaways that I'm going to give and um, the April um, contest is going to start soon. So Lily, take us out. Thank you for watching Honey Blues on Wednesday. With the green. You got the cha cha chicken part. Oh my goodness. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>